Welcome to Bevy's on Tap. I'm Tim. I'm Jeff. And uh, in a minute here, we're going to get to the items of discussion for the day. Yeah. Um, but Jeff, I heard you were up at Ypsilanti on a little road trip. <laughs> yeah, um, my girlfriend and I try to go to Ypsilanti like once every now and then. We used to try to go like once a month. Um, but lately it's been like once every couple of months now, but there's a brewery in Ypsi called, uh, Arbor Brewing and, uh, honestly the beer is fantastic and just like the whole atmosphere is great. And during the winter, like they've got, um, uh, igloos and everything set up outside okay, yeah. and they're that's heated. That's a sweet environment if you're yeah. one. Yeah. And, uh, the cool thing about the place too is like they have a mug club. And if you walk into, like, as soon as you walk into the tap room, um, everybody's mugs are hanging upside down, like, above, you know, yeah. the bar. And there's a ton of them. But they have a cool thing where if you pay a little bit of extra money, they team up with, like, a, a local artist who can custom design. Like, you send them a, a picture of whatever you want. Okay. And then yeah. they put it on the mug. It's pretty, pretty sweet. sweet. Yeah, so yeah. I've seen, like, you know, I saw Darth Vader on one. Oh, yeah, people's yeah. dogs are on it. Uh, there, there's all different kinds yeah. of stuff. It's pretty cool. Um, I've been the Dark Horse. Have you been there? They, they similar, I haven't been there. similar concept. They, I, I don't know how many mugs they have. It's got to be in. I think it's got to be in like the five thousand range. Whoa! It's absolutely insane. They're hanging from the ceiling, from the walls. Yeah. Everywhere you look, and it's <laughs> a pretty, it's a pretty big brewery. Oh, okay. Um, operation that they have. Yeah. And it's a big campus. And That's pretty cool. Um, quite impressive. <coughs> so yeah, so, went, went up there, had some bevies over there, and or up there, and uh, right on. yeah, no, it was a cool time. Yeah. Um, any favorite beer from up there? Would you have this? Uh, I had some IPAs up there right now, or uh, when I was just there, and um, I usually try to like switch it up every time I'm there just to see right. like what's new or whatever. Right. But I follow them on uh, on Instagram and everything to see like what they've got new, and if they've got something that catches my attention, I'm like hey Britt, we should you know make a trip up there. But yeah, I it's really that, I do that at the brewery. Yeah, like I, I don't always drink the same beer. I certainly have ones that I like that are kind of more of my favorites, but I, I do try to try all of them. Um, be my uh, devil's advocate of sorts to make sure that yeah. I like what you're brewing. <laughs> 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 no, I, yeah. I, I haven't turned one down yet. <laughs> Thank God. Right? Thank yeah, God. the only one that I turned down was uh, we turned down before you came on board. We turned down a pumpkin beer that we made mm. not not this past year's pumpkin beer, which was really good. Um, the year before was uh, it was rough. I, I we made it. Um, the uh, mash stuck, and we got no circulation in the mash and. I think that's what affected it. I don't know. We, you know, temperature change and everything that's going on. With right. It. Um, but at the end, it was not a very good beer. It's so not good. We we dumped that one down the drain. Damn. Like, um, yeah, sad to say. Oh yeah, it's um, always sad. But you know, versus giving something that's not good to the public. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, it's a reputation thing at that point. Yeah, you know? it is. It is. It for surely is. And you know. Um, Certainly, if I'm not going to drink it, I wouldn't want the patrons. Totally, to drink it. feel the same way, man. So, um, so what do we got for topics this week? We got uh, the towpath blood orange, yeah, um, that we're going to crack open here in a second. Um, it's a seven point nine percenter. Um, we got a topic of uh, last week. We recorded. A I don't know music video of sorts, <laughs> but uh, like it was really session. for sound. Yeah. Uh, our new intro to Buffalo Rock Brewing Company, Bevy's on Tap, 
is uh, a cool. homemade recording that, that we did um, with Jana and Travis and should be fun. And, I. Um, and should mention Travis is the one behind the camera and behind the computer. Travis. Um, Travis. Yep. <laughs> um, and uh, so after that, we got, uh, we're going to talk about how you got into brewing. Right on. All right. Cool. So uh, you want to crack these? Yeah, let's crack these, man. Crack these bevies let's open. Let's crack these bevies open right now. All right. Double IPA. Uh, 7.9. Love the sound of that. The hops in, the, in this are um, Amarillo, Simcoe, and uh, Citra. How was, uh, how was the brew? So this one's interesting. Actually, if I'm being honest, this one is uh, every time I make this batch, um, it's, I can't lie, it's a kind of a pain in my ass. Yeah. Yeah, because... There's a lot of stuff. In there heavy are grain, heavy grain there's a there are a lot there's a lot more in the grain like a lot volume quantity wise. Yeah. Um, and you know strictly just the more grain you have, the higher your ABV is right. going to be. Uh, so it's not only that, but also I've been trying to uh, the quantity in water, like the volume of water, I like the last god uh, probably three or four batches before this one. Uh, I've been really trying to get make it so the end product is a 7.9 right right at it yeah so you, because so you don't have to boil off for a little bit or you don't yeah. have to add distilled water or something like that exactly and which we never do that and like i made this god probably like last summer and i think you know we're a three barrel system so and that makes it a little bit more difficult to control when you yeah. get that high of a grain bill yeah you know i i, I feel like yeah and the really what the issue was as far as getting to 7.9 is uh, I found out to be the water volume in both uh, um, like pre pre boil basically for your mash and sparging your sparge yeah right yeah. and so it took like three so or for four those batches of you that don't know the mash is when uh, the grains are sitting and steeping um, in our system we circulate that water through a uh, uh, hot liquor tank and a Herms coil. Um, which is just basically an internal coil that keeps uh, the temperature right. And we use it as uh, our basically heater. Yeah, um, yeah. It's actually pretty nice because we can control right. temperature like the entire time. Right. This way in the system, it allows it so no heat's going directly to the grain so that doesn't taint the flavor, which is kind of cool. Mm -hmm. um, and then the sparge is like taking a shower it's a rinse <laughs> right so it's, it's just rinsing. like that yeah like, hot, a hot you know, rinse and you're just just taking that water and um yeah. you're just at, rinsing at more at sugar out of the super hot temperature kind yeah. of compared to the mash comparing it to the mash yeah. yeah and so uh when i made this like a year a year and a half ago it was 7.9 and then last summer made it the abv kept going like lower and lower like mm -hmm. um like we made, I made it. It was like it came out to be like six point four percent. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. Made it again. It was lower than that. And I'm like, why? Why? It's just aggravating to me because um, <laughs> I want it to be what it should be. Jeff is passionate about brewing beer, as you can tell. <laughs> and uh, and finally, I finally figured it out, dude. The last two batches of the Blood Orange, both seven point nine. I had it finally figured out. Spot on. Yeah, right. and it makes me happy because it just took so right. much time well, yeah, to get it, it back it, to. It, and figure it out right so the uh, heavy grain bill I'd, i've made this beer and uh cleaning the the uh mash ton out 
at the end. <laughs> it's a lot. It's, <laughs> like, it's like it's a workout. Almost three hundred pounds of grain. Uh, yeah, think. yeah. And then yeah. you take three hundred grains pounds of grain and you get it wet and soak it for an hour and then try to take that out at the end. It's, I mean, if you look. Damp. Oh yeah, and not it like when it's mashing, way. you look in the mash ton, and it's literally like right, right. on the very top yeah, of the we, mash. It's like we, you add any more, it's gonna overflow. Bigger, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, or we'd have to do it as a lesser volume, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, so this, beer. honestly, this it's a real good beer. It's, it's actually solid. one of my favorites. Solid beer, right? Um, uh, I love the blood orange taste. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would get into uh, like the orangey maybe in the summertime like mm-hmm. a crispier orange but this this is like a this can be a year rounder i think so too man very uh uh yeah citrusy and like for a double ipa it's very smooth like yeah. not bitter really at all yeah it I, well, I think the blood orange does that i think the blood orange helps kind of take that bitterness off of the yeah. back of the tongue yeah. um because it's actually a, a pretty bitter beer high uh alpha acids yeah that um, you're, you're totally you know mm-hmm. um I mean, it's even a double like double IPA, so seven nines kicking. Yeah, right? I know. Right? that's why these are served in snifters uh, right? at the yeah. at the brewery. Yeah, I mean, even the in the dry hop alone, I I think uh, like just to get more aroma and flavor, you know, it's um, it's like six pounds of of uh, hops in the dry hop edition, you know. Right. So it's like yeah. I love it I though. I tend to like beers that are dry hopped as far as I me too. Go. I think um, I, I kind of really feel the same like way. That that getting that aroma. And, and freshness out of it. Um, yeah, no, I think uh, it's a good beer. And we yeah. have a, um, uh, another batch. We're actually going to do mango, a mango double IPA instead. Okay. So that'll yeah, be... which is like the same base recipe. Yeah. Right? Yep. Same base mm-hmm. recipe, but we, we use mango. In fact, you know what? It's, it's already kegged. So, All right. Yeah, so that'll be coming up soon. And we just had, uh, on tap, we had the Irish Red. Right, come out. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Just in time, we're a little bit ahead of St. Patrick's. A little bit, yeah. Um, and that one's a six. That's a six point two. But hang tight for St. Patrick's Day because we got some really cool stuff happening. We got a couple of Irish bands coming in. Right. Um, we'll talk more about it, but we got the uh, Irish American Club doing an event with us. Heck yeah! And they did one with us last year, and I'll tell you, it was one of the sweetest things. <laughs> like, um, it is just such upbeat music. Yeah. That kind of is cool. I'm excited, man. Hang tight for that one. Uh, let's see what else we uh, we got going on here. Um, I, you know, I love talking about music, so and I love dragging my friends into my music scene. <laughs> so, uh, anything exciting happened last week in your music <laughs> scene, Jeff? Uh, I don't know if you're referring to uh, <laughs> us recording this uh, this new uh, theme song that we were going to have for this. Yeah. If that's what you're referring to, yeah, yeah, but. yeah, kind of. I was trying to get there. <laughs> I jumped ahead. <laughs> we can talk um, about that. So we recorded for Bevy's on Tap. Yeah. We recorded our new intro uh, song, um, little piece of something that I yeah. put together. I actually got a song to it. Maybe eventually we'll release the song yeah. here. Um, or uh, see if I can yeah. get all these people that are listening of Bevy's on Tap to come to <laughs> my my music page or something. Um, but uh, it was fun. So what'd you do? What'd you play? Let's talk about it. No busted out it. busted out the Stratocaster for this puppy. Heck yeah. Uh, which is actually pretty fun because um, it's been a long time since I've played uh, even an electric guitar. I have one at home. I usually just play acoustic though, but 
It's been a long. It's been a while since I've busted out and played in electric. Yeah, but not only not only in general, but with people, you know. Yeah. So it was just fun to hang out and do it, and uh, just I don't know. It it just it's just fun. I think we did it for like I don't know. Oh, we probably goofed for about a half an hour. Maybe something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just fun. Um, you picked it up real quick. <laughs> you know, showing you what we were doing. Yeah. You know, that it, progression. Yeah. Um, I I feel like I messed up a lot, but you know. It is yeah. where it is. Uh, thanks to Jana for kicking it up on the bass. She's got a Jana plays bass, pretty, man. Yeah, right. I think super cool, man. dude. Um, so yeah, I, pretty kicking bass line yeah. to that too. Like totally. if, you, if you check that out, and Travis back there <laughs> behind the camera isn't always behind the camera. Sometimes he's behind the drum kit. Apparently, <laughs> <Holy Right. laughs> banging around. It was fun, sweet. dude. It was fun. So, which was is really cool because we put it together like here in house instead of like going and taking a clip from, mm -hmm. you know, some SoundCloud or, yeah. or you know. Which is probably what was on the first episode. Yeah. 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 Yep. I got to be honest, too. This one will be cooler because I feel like the one for the first, it's just like so masculine, you know? Mm -hmm. You know? This is more Are creative. Are you saying I write girl music? <laughs> no. It was just that. That was too, like the whatever it was. Uh, it's kind of, it reminded me of... Uh, Brit said it reminded her of like a, a car commercial. Oh, okay. You know? Okay, yeah, yeah. This one's cool because we're all in it doing it. Travis, and you gave us being car a part commercial of it. music. Hey, <laughs> whatever works. Yeah, no. So this is a lot um, cooler, you know? Yeah, nice to, again, we, we try to be creative and do things. Music's a passion of mine, so like that was like one of the coolest things. Like, it was put fun. a full sound behind something that you wrote. Yeah. Right? And totally. then put it out in the public so people can mm -hmm. hear it. Um, I think it's sweet. cool. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else is going on? <laughs> so, um, how'd you get into brewing? Um, so I was, uh, let's see, it's 2023 now. I was working at, um, in 2019, I stopped working. I, I used to be a, a reporter for the Blade newspaper in Salido. And uh, yeah, right. and I went to school for it and everything. And um, specifically, though, to, to focus like on music writing. Uh, but it took a long right, time. Because you covered like local musician stories about local yeah, musicians, yeah. and if concerts came to town and stuff like that. Exactly. Yeah, you meet any cool like, like yeah. rock and rollers? Uh, or, yeah, or I have some funny stories. I think the worst interview of my life was probably with Brian Wilson. Okay. Of the Beach Boys. Yeah. Um, he. Uh, just, Did he just act like he's a stud? No, he just, he's he's got, he, uh, it was just, he didn't really, he couldn't really chat, and this was on the phone, but he couldn't really, um, it was like, I had a, he wasn't really talking much at all, okay. and it ended okay. up, the interview was so short, too, and I, I prepared for, because yeah. before you talk to somebody. Tremendous artist, if, if for those of you who don't know, um, he, he was of the Beach Boys, but he really was the push of the Beach Boys. Right. Um, after he wrote almost all of their music, um, he became a studio artist, and he is actually on, like, I think it's in the neighborhood of, like, a hundred top number one songs. Oh, yeah. Not songs that he wrote, but um, because he was a studio artist, it was like... Uh, think there's like seven or maybe ten I forget the name of them I should have looked it up um, they recorded like all of the rock music that was released like 
across America. If you heard it on the radio, yeah. you know, and you thought it was Bon Jovi, yeah. maybe Bon Jovi, I don't know. But if you thought most bands, it's not the band. Right. It's the singer or the singers singing, but it's music that's played by studio artists. Yeah. And they do it because they're really good at it. Um, and they can record a song in a couple of takes instead mm -hmm. of bringing a band in that might take, you know, yeah. five, ten hours of recording time. And studio time is super expensive. Right. So um, kind of a, a background to that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, no, I mean, so. I, I feel grateful to have spoken to uh, people like him or musicians like him. I think my favorite interviews that stick out, though, um, were uh, this actually happened when I was in college and not a musician, but uh, I was able to um, interview Steve Carell and uh, Paul Rudd. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and this was like when Anchorman 2 was new. Right. <laughs> Which actually was a terrible movie, uh, critically speaking, I guess. But um, that was How interesting. How did you come about that interview? Like, like They, both of the actors were doing like... Like for um, the release? Or? It was for the release, but okay. Okay. I... Yeah, yeah. And this was like for the campus. I was writing for the campus newspaper. Uh, but they were doing, like when the movie was new, they were doing... Um, uh, like college they were, they had like this whole list of colleges and they were both on the line like and if your college got chosen randomly then you could okay talk okay, to yeah. him or whatever you said Paul Rudd right Paul Rudd and Steve so, Carell um yeah and both two funny funny guys like yeah. I can imagine they, they were super cool like super cool and yeah stuff in real life and it was interesting because um Paul Rudd I, I went to college at Bowling in Bowling Green and uh, they go, uh, go BGSU. Yeah, Travis. Falcons. Travis wants to volunteer yeah, too. Falcons. Falcons up. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. They have a great art program down there. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. The Wolf Center is fantastic, right. dude. Um, that was new when I was going to school there. But uh, Paul Rudd knew a professor at Bowling Green. Okay. So it was kind of yeah, interesting sweet. just to have him say, you know. But anyway, I don't want to feel like a douche and just name drop all these people. But I'm grateful to. have like you know spoken to Sorry, people who are, who are doing like cool things and in, in music and everything and uh, uh, yeah no it was fun so I was working at the Blade in, for a while and then I decided to just stop in 2019 I was freelancing on the side you know Blade was full time freelancing on the side I don't know what it was but I sort of like hit this wall like maybe I was burned out or whatever but um, I just decided to just give it up stop doing it and I went and I was running a lot at the time okay. and so I went to go just take decide to just do something different and take a huge pay cut and I w started working at Dave's running shop in Sylvania full time okay for oh, like really? 11 okay. bucks an hour yeah, yeah. Uh, and I just didn't care and um, did that for a while for a lot for a while up basically up until the shutdown in 2020 which was uh, in April or was that March March I think it was yeah. March yeah. I think it was March yeah so when that happens yeah I think it it started to get like around January, there was discussions in March yeah, when yeah. the states started to yeah. Down March sounds yeah. right. Uh, and when that happened, obviously I was off work for four weeks, um, but I got totally scared financially, you know. So continued working at Dave's, but then got a part-time gig at Patron Saints Brewery, which is located in um, uh, West Toledo, over in Ottawa Hills. Uh, started serving beer there. And after like six months of serving beer over there, I expressed interest in wanting to make beer. And so one of the co-owners over there, his name is Aaron, awesome dude. Both Aaron and Eric, awesome dudes. He actually bought me a five-gallon beer kit 
Okay. Yeah. yeah. And so That's I made. I got into it. Yeah. Right. I started with. Um, I started on. I think we talked about this. I, I started on my kitchen stove. I can remember. I started. I made my very first batch on the kitchen stove. It was terrible. Um, mine turned out, but it took forever. <laughs> took forever because it's just not. I it doesn't an get hot enough. Stove Same. and I was doing five gallons, and I mean, I'll tell you what. It took forever to heat that water. Literally the same story for me. I mean, I was like I trying to, to boil the water I for like nine hours. Gas. Like <laughs> that didn't take me very long. I went to gas like within I think three or four batches. After about three or four batches, I had had enough of it. That's <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly I, what I, I, I you know reading about different numbers <laughs> on sites and talking to different people. Um, I went to gas on the second like, batch. I went to a, uh, chicken fryer. Same. Yep. I got it at Bass Pro yep. Shops. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Mine came with a big pail too, so I, did, I didn't yeah. have to buy a, a, a like a boil pot. Oh, okay. I, I, it came with. Uh-huh. A, it was like a seven-gallon boil pot. Okay. Yeah. It was perfect. Totally. Um, I ended up welding some spigots on it so I could, or not. I didn't weld them. I'm sorry. I, I punched holes in, and then put. Fasteners got a little bit more time to clean yeah. when you get done. Um, and so you know, then I uh, that was that would have been I made my first batch on that system in October of 2020, and uh, you know I started on um, going to Tigemeyer's, which is a um, uh, it's a, gar- it's a garden, it's a very unique it's, store. It is, and it's right been around the, for like a right hundred years. Center of of Toledo yeah. really kind of um, family owned like five through like yeah. four or five generations yeah, it's, it's for a, it's a really years. sweet store I like to support them garden or uh, um, yeah garden they and, have uh, and they have a variety of stuff I mean if you need if you want to build the garden they got everything you need from rakes to hose to yeah. you know everything mm-hmm. um, birds and pets and you mm-hmm. know if you want to put bird seed out or pet food dogs mm-hmm. you know anything you need for, for that um, and even and, if they don't have homebrew supplies that's right exactly yeah <laughs> right? and even if you can't find like what you're looking for homebrew wise there they can order it in for it. you yeah yeah they're really cool about that yeah um, and they have a lot actually there like it doesn't do. seem like it but you can make a lot of different batches from oh, yeah. that store which is pretty cool um, so anyway so, so you, you know and homebrew yeah on re- and i mm-hmm. just started getting recipe kits there and they have like a ton yep. of recipe kits there yep. All for five gallon batches, which is what I was doing at the time. Right, uh, and it ranges. And from for those like, that don't know, the difference, like typically with home brewing, at least at the beginning at this stage where you were, and I was, um, where you're not using grains, you're using. Oh, and the recipe kits. Yeah, yeah, the recipe kits are, are yeah, basically they, the grain. Um, they'll do like special grains. Getting the sugar in it. out of it and um, condensing it down to syrup. Basically, really? it, yeah. yeah they, so you're kind of boiling and sanitizing mostly. Yeah, um, it's, it's nice because like step to start learning. Oh, Cause, totally. Cause sanitization. I would, I would definitely recommend it if like you're trying to get into one, it. Right? Yeah. Sorry, I'm talking. No, 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 no. It's all good. Uh, it's yeah. all part of it, man. Because like all these recipe kits come with like a detailed struct, like step by step on exactly really for the entire thing. Right. It's fantastic. But so I just would, um, I was just getting those almost every week. And uh, I would try to make like. Two you were drinking a lot of beer. Are you? Yeah, a lot I was. Of friends, I was. Yeah. <laughs> I was bottling it too, which is also um, not a pain in the ass, but just very uh, time-consuming. Um, Dude, I bottled for about three batches. That's <laughs> and then you started kegging it. <laughs> I was like, this, I loved it. 
Yeah. And I made labels and did this whole thing. And um, Interstellar Cellar, that was the name of my brewery. Right? <laughs> Dude, that's Cellar. awesome. And uh, <laughs> so I'd label them. And then yeah. what I realized after I made a batch of beer, I was like, that was an awful lot of work for how fast I got to clean all these things off and re-clean them. And, and that, yeah, then I went to kegging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do. I have 53 bottles, I think, if I'm right. 53. It, it's like, you get it depends. Yeah. Like 45 and, to 50 ish is what yeah. I usually ended up with. But yeah. And I always, like, I also learned right away in home brewing that I wanted, I like beers that are kind of kicked up a little bit. Right. We call it boozy, but not really boozy. I don't, I'm not, I'm not to the level like, I'm not the big 12 percenter drinker, but um, just I'm like, not a 4 percenter. I'm, I, yeah, seven nines kicking, but mm-hmm. more like about a six percent is a real nice beer. For totally, me. man. And most of the kits were like around five, five, five. So I would always buy extra base malt grain. Yeah, totally. Get man. a little bit more sugar out of it. Yeah, right. Um, so you know with the kits. So I would kits. take a kit and boost it. <laughs> Hell yeah! Or sometimes I'd buy if I, if I wanted right. to be quick, I'd, I'd get rid of that and I just buy it because they sell bulk malt yeah. liquid also. Yeah. And so yeah. I just buy like five mm-hmm. extra pounds of bulk, you know, bulk malt. So. Um, and so you know, going from those kits, I was working at Dave's and still serving beer at Patron Saints. Uh, so I was working both jobs uh, for about a year, and then I got super burned out on doing that because it was like literally like probably 70 ish on average hours a week you know okay yeah. and i got just so burned out on it so then i um at this time which would have been in 2021 in the spring Ernest had uh Ernest Brewworks, which is in south toledo and downtown toledo now but they uh had announced that they were um gonna be opening like this really big location which is now not, no more yeah i don't think that's works. happening but but they got not happening in now. the meantime from the time they announced that that was gonna be a southland i think um southland plaza is that what it's I called? Don't know. I think on Burn. Oh, right now, coming no, out. No, the one that they were going to do that was going to be the big thing. It was going to be an, at a, an old Kroger. Yeah, an old Kroger. I think at Southland Plaza. I yeah. think it's a Burn in uh, Heather Downs. No, Burn in Airport. Burn in Airport. Something like that. Glendale. Burn in Glendale. Thank you. But thank no, you. it's obviously no longer happening. But yeah, at but the time, they opened the downtown one. <clears throat> during like while well, that was kind of yeah, I think yeah. unfolding and not yeah. clearly getting like packaged up. Yeah. Um they opened the downtown one. Yeah. And then now they got a new one there about ready to open. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and so I was I guess that's West Toledo, right? West Toledo yep. now, yeah. Yep. But that's at the sweet. time like it was in the paper and everything I read that they were like looking to hire full time people, you know? Right. And everything and to So this is the jump from so I was going to shoes to yeah, beer. Yeah. And I right. went and applied and everything and uh I was still working at Patient Saints, but then the next day I went and interviewed, the next day they called me and offered me a position there and um told the guys at Patient Saints and they basically counter offered it. You know, oh, so you were already brewing at Patron Saints at this point. time. Not not at, not at this time. Only home brewing, just serving beer. Oh, okay. So you were serving at Patron mm-hmm. Saints. Okay, and that's just what like I thought. Home brewing yeah, in the yeah, meantime. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, passion for brewing yeah. starting to develop. Basically, right. and then uh, so then Ernest offered me this position over there. I told uh, the guys over at Patron Saints about it. They counter offered. Yeah, because so you're, I, you're at this point in time, you're leaving a bartending position to go into. Yeah. It yeah. At Ernest, yeah. Right? And I think okay. it was going to start serving it until the new location was done, and it would eventually have been me becoming a, um, a to, brewer to brew over there. there. Okay. 
And uh, then the guys counter-offered it at Patron Saints, so then I thought that was cool, so I just stayed at Patron Saints, you know, because I just thought it was cool of them to right. do that. And then I started right. making beer there, and okay. then... So how did that conversation happen? Like, they 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 knew you homebrewed. Yeah, like, and I and when day, I would come out with stuff... come in, like... Yeah. I would bring yeah. them bottles and everything when I would, you know, okay. for them yeah, to try. Like, hey, what do you think of this? You know, what do you think? Yeah. And all the regulars there, too. I would give them yep. bottles of that, and, uh, um, and then, yeah, I mean, they... And then I was like, you know what? It's cool that they're doing this. And so they're like, yeah, well, how about... And we had this plan, and I started making beer there and everything. And to relieve them, you know, to work on other... Yeah. Focus on other things, you know. Two owners. It's two right? of them, yeah. Two owners, and I, I mean, I get that. Yeah. That's kind yeah. of why you're brewing at Buffalo Rock, right? Yeah. To alleviate it. So <laughs> yeah. we have time to start, yeah. hopefully, ideally, doing other things that help the brewery. Yeah. Um, different facets. Doing podcasts. Right, <laughs> right. And then you know, did that for uh, for about another year before I came over to Buffalo Rock. So it was a pretty big decision. But um, the way that I see it is, uh, I love patron saints, obviously. But at the same time, it's like if I'm trying to evolve myself to become, try to be like the best, you know, at, like I just want to keep improving and keep yeah. doing things that'll make myself better as a brewer and. If I'm going to do that, I can't just pigeonhole myself at, you know, one place right. like my entire life. I have to right. um, go and explore and, you know, reach outside of the box and try to do, try, try to, you know, do things that I think will ultimately, like, make myself, you know, more, I don't know, open to how to make better beer, I guess, yeah. you know. Can you do that with traveling? Like, you find other yeah. things and then you get yeah. to be creative? Yeah, that's kind of, like, why, like when Britt and I go to like out West, you know, just to see like, yeah. what are other people doing? And, you know, I've right. also like lately, I've been trying to go to different breweries closer here uh, and chat with them, see what they're, so I went to Sun King over in Indianapolis and was talking to like one of sweet. the co-founders of that place, which was awesome. Pretty sweet. Um, just to see, but I, when I was there, I realized it was just too like much of a mammoth. To, like it's right. huge. Um, right. It was great, awesome opportunity. Uh, then recently I went to Land Grant down in Columbus and I actually brewed with them there and uh, they're still a big brewery but like they're smaller than Sun King and yeah. but to see it on that level to, to do it um, just to you know see what other people are doing and how can I do some things to make a better product you know yeah. and so uh, long story short that's kind of where we are today man alright well that kind of fits in real nice with Buffalo Rock and trying to be creative with what we're putting out and um, hopefully continue to put out new varieties of beers and um, love love the idea hop water that was just released and ideas of you know I don't want to say taking ideas from other people but knowing what's out there and opens your mind I think sometimes to creative ideas and what you can do with something different you yeah know, yeah similar concepts but you know um, I was, you know, in brewing. Now I'm in the marketing, right? Yeah, man. I mean, that it's it's the same kind of thing. It's it's this expansive of thoughts and being collaborative and yeah and stuff like that. And I gotta say, like with other people. And one last thing I'll say about it is that uh, for those who are like interested in brewing or like wanting to get into it, right? I it's a great show for that. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> But I, like some advice I would say is uh, like you have to give up a lot in your personal life if this if it's something if you're trying to like not just do it as a hobby on the side, yeah. And you're trying to pursue it, you know, and you don't want to spend a lot of money going to school to do it. 
Um, it requires like a lot of sacrifice in your personal life, right? Yeah. Like no health care, no retirement plan. Right. You have to have like some initiative in yourself to basically kind of however much you want to learn, you got to do it on in your own time. But the way that I see it is like, you know, if you dedicate some of this time and passion into it, uh, chances are it'll lead you in a direction where maybe one day you can afford yourself to have yourself on health care plan or right. something right. or a retirement plan. Yeah, that, or, I mean, that's that's a tough thing because we're a small business. Yeah. Right. That's a, that's a real tough thing. And I'm not married or anything either. I don't have kids yeah. either, you know, so yeah. I don't have to worry about all I have to worry about is paying for myself to eat. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I mean, we have a house, but we split it. The mortgage is split. And so all I have to do is pay for myself, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So no, but but having like uh, I think I call it security. That, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's a, that's important. Absolutely. So, so. all right. With that, um, thanks for coming out to Bevy's on Tap. Yeah. And I'm Tim. I'm Jeff. And Travis. Next week. Next week. Thanks for mm, the mm, mm. Next week, what do we got going on? Um, pretty straightforward week with the food. We got Captain's on Kitchen. Uh, sorry, Captain's Kitchen. <laughs> Um, 7.9% man. (laughs) (laughs) True story. All right. We have Captain's Kitchen coming out um, for the week. Uh, Again, it's wintertime in Ohio and we rotate, but they are awesome and they are really creative and bring a lot of great treats to the brewery. Seafood to uh, pork to chicken and wraps and salads and pretty good stuff. Uh, Tuesday night, we have open mic night. Jam and Jana is going to be kicking it up with Timbo. <laughs> Jam and Jana. Dude, that's um, great. Right? Do you just uh, like think of that now? What's that? Did you just think of that now? No, I call her that. <laughs> dude, Jana um, plays bass, man. Yeah, Jana plays bass. Right? Yeah, dude. Yeah. For those that don't know, my girl plays the bass. Sweet. That's pretty kicking. I think it's sweet. Um, so then uh, we have trivia or music bingo with Sarah. Oh, cool. Um, on Tuesday, that's always a popular night. Wednesday. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Wednesday. Seven, three, it's three a 7.9. 3-1. Yeah, 7.9. <laughs> <laughs> it's just my eyes are bad and I can't read. Uh, we got the popular Jordan and Josh coming out on 3-3. Ah, three, three. And nice. we have Jake Paluski tickling the keys cool. on 3-4. That's Saturday. So uh, come out to Buffalo Rock. You can always hear good live music. Um, or we mix in fun stuff like trivia and bingo. And with that, um, you can find us there yeah. at 345 Anthony Wayne Trail, Waterville, Ohio. Yeah. <laughs>